You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Steve Sipple. Hut, hut, hike! The conversation gets even more uncomfortable, okay? Omaha! <laughs> <laughs> Steve Sipple on the Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. That is right. We are joined now on the 42 Degrees The Source Hotline by Stephen M. Sipple of HuskerOnline.com. Sipple, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, I can't complain about anything. Uh, what's the? What are you guys doing today? Uh, we are out at the Hope Lodge for our Pink Out broadcast. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, it fun. is nice. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We're yeah. here, um, and uh, we're, right, we're right in the middle of it all. Hey, Simple, by the way, how did your, uh, your pineapples go over with the people that you brought back pineapples for? Oh, with Margaret? Um, it re- went well. Uh, I'd say really well, actually. That was, a, that was good. I brought some co- like I said, I, I brought some cookies back. Um, everything went over pretty well. And now I got to bring. Now I'm in Memphis right now. So I'm gonna have to go scouting around in Memphis for some stuff. But I got you know, a couple days here. What are you What are you doing? In, what are you doing? Do you mind what I'm? Do you mind asking what you're doing in Memphis? No, just to get away. Every Every year, um, we go. Me and three of the grandkids go to NBA games, and this year we decided to go south. You know, we've been to Denver. We've been to Denver a couple times. Oklahoma City. Um, and then we just decide we're, we're going to keep going south. The two of the grandkids love the Orlando Magic. They're big. They're literally like follow every day Orlando Magic fans, and they're playing Memphis tonight. Uh, so we're going to that game here in a little bit, seven o'clock. Nice! Wow, and that'll be yeah, exciting. It's okay, it, it, it's another opportunity for you to get uh, to jump back into the NBA and get your NBA takes off. Oh, I'm still good on that. I mean, there's, I'm I'm okay. I'm about following at about a sixty percent level right now, and it might it'll it, it'll it'll go up now as the month as the months progress toward the playoffs. Uh, how much? Speaking of basketball, real quick, how much does Husker basketball have your interest right now? <laughs> That's a trick question. Oh, no, it's not. Right. They're good. I expect it to be high. It's pretty, yeah, it is pretty high. I, I think, um, I, yeah, I'd say it's high. I mean, I think this is an NCAA tournament team, so I don't know. My schedule is still football oriented, but it'll, but I, I anticipate that in the next month or so, I'm going to have to really turn my attention to that team more. I thought I don't follow, I follow it pretty closely. Um, and I'm, inter- I'm I'm interested as much as interested as I can be in college basketball. I'm not a huge college basketball fan, but I uh, it'll be something I have I you know I'm paid to pay attention to it, and I'll start paying attention to it more now. Hey, I I, I know we we mostly just talked about uh, the life and times of Steve Sipple last week and your and your trip to Hawaii. 
I wanted to pick at some some of the things that you've written this week from the people you've talked to from your trip to Hawaii. Yeah. I guess what did you what what was sort of the big picture of of what you took away and the things that you noticed in the practice leading up to it, um, whether it be revolving around Dylan Raiola or Carter Nelson or, or or really anything else. Like I, there were there was some really interesting stuff to come out of that. What sort of hits your head first? Yeah, I, there was. And most people kind of, I think, have been able to to ascertain that Dylan Rayola is uh, he's ready to go. Like Sean Callahan always says to me, "What world?" You know, I always kind of push back on that notion of he's just he's the starting quarterback and that's it. Because I, I think everybody has to earn it. Um, but but I saw <laughs> I saw him in practices, three practices in the game. The key for on a trip like that, you get to see a lot of practice, all of the practice. You know, you're, you see two hours of it, and yeah, he'll be the quarterback here. <laughs> I mean, he's, good. he's legit. He's he's you know, all the stuff you hear about him is real. You know, and and I think the most impressive thing in Hawaii was how well he equipped himself as a leader, and how serious he takes it. You know, learning air. You know, even in an all-star game. If a guy was out of place or didn't know what he was supposed to do, be it the left guard or the, you know, the, the split out receiver, he could put him. He could tell him what was going on and tell him what he was supposed to do. Which to me is that pretty impressive in an all star setting. He had, he learned it all, and you know it was a very limited playbook, but still, he's responsible for understanding all of it, and he did. And then then there's that just the picture of six three two twenty. And with a very strong arm, um, seems to make good decisions, and it'll come down to that, frankly, because he, there's nothing physically that would stop him from being a very, very good college football player. To me, it'll come down to how, how well he, how, you know, what kind of decisions does he make with the ball, how well he reads defenses. That's the sort of thing that will determine whether he's either he's he's good or really, really good. The, the revelation, the thing, frankly. Oh, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that the thing that came through to me when, it, whether it was you or Sean doing an interview with him, or um, you know, just watching him play in the game, watching some clips from practice, the thing that came through to me was his 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 demeanor, his general disposition, his calm. Right, like it, nothing seems to nothing seems to phase him, and I think we could like overdo it with that, but. It does. It does apply to to the situation taking over as the Nebraska quarterback, and I do think it fits with you know with with the coaching staff, and it fits. All right, welcome back for the Connor Happer Show on sixteen twenty the Zone and on sixteen twenty the Zone dot com. The Connor Happer Show live from the American Cancer Society's Hope Lodge here in Omaha, getting ready for Creighton's Pink Out game. Tomorrow, we get a tweet here from Jacob Badilla, who says, I feel like you guys should have just let Sipple fill the dead air after losing Connor. He is a professional radio man, after all. People do forget about that. <laughs> Sipple, thank you. Welcome back. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> Good. I was, uh, I was in the middle of uh, observing Dil- Dylan Riola's calm. Did that come off to you as well? Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's that guy. I mean, he does seem... I. Yeah, he's just that guy. I mean, he seems like he's just getting himself ready for, 
for for it all. You know, he's getting himself ready for the storm. Um, that you know, and that's it's kind. Of, it is. It sounds sort of uh, serious, but being a quarterback at a big time in a big time college program is um, it's a, it's serious business now. It's always been serious business, and now it's really serious business. I mean, he's it's, it's literally serious business. Um, they get paid handsomely, and there's a lot of expectations. And he is mature for sure. So, yeah, he's got. He seems to have it all kind of in in the proper perspective, is the best way to put it. And he's coming to win the job and and be that guy. So we'll see how it all shakes out. You know, Saturdays. As I always tell you, half or Saturdays tell you about everything you need to know. Yeah, no doubt about it. You only get twelve tests in the semester, and those are the those are the ones that you get. Um, let's uh, let's let's go to the the coaching staff moves here and the changes with with Glenn Thomas coming in. What do you think as as the title is co offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach? Like we'll, we'll probably find this out from Rule himself over the next couple weeks here, leading into spring ball, but like. What does that picture look like to you right now? Just the the setup and um, as far as the offensive coaching staff. I, I'm I don't know. I hate to I kind of hate to put it this way, but my knowledge on that topic is incredibly limited. I, it's limited to just looking at Glenn Thomas's background. I I don't know how Rule plans to you know how he how the offense works. Um, who's, who swings the final hammer and call him plays. I don't want to pretend like I know. It's all very new. Um, it makes, you know, it makes sense. I didn't anticipate, I can't say I anticipated it though. I didn't anticipate Glenn Thomas having an offensive coordinator tag. No. Sometimes that's, sometimes that's not all that meaningful. Sometimes it's really meaningful. I, I guess that's what we're trying to learn if, if that's just a, if that's just a way to make him some more money, putting that OC tag on him, or if he's really going to be heavily involved. So that's, I'm, I'm just as intrigued as you are. And I wish I knew more about it. Yeah. It, it's uh it'll be a really, really interesting part to sort of figure yeah. out how, how that all looks. And I mean, simple, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to keep everything like, I don't know, maybe at least publicly status quo, as far as who's calling plays and what the whole setup is going to look like in that regard. But it is it is interesting that there's there's a new body there and there's there's an entirely new setup. I want to go back um, to your observations of Carter Nelson, which I think you 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 took away some things from the trip to Hawaii. I think many people who were watching were like, "Oh, this is this is kind of interesting." Simple. We had someone call the show yesterday and say, "Hey." Did you hear hear Sipple say that he's Nebraska's best tight end right now? I don't know if you said that, but I did. Uh, oh, you did say that. Please, yeah, I please did. tell I... me why. Explain yourself. Well, he's good. He's legit. I mean, he's uh, <laughs> he's a uh, he's big time athlete now. I mean, he's a big time athlete. It starts with that. He's very competitive. He's a hotly competitive kid. <laughs> he wants to prove himself. That was clear in Hawaii. Um, he's very intent, for instance, on proving that he can block because I think he hears people question that, you know, um, because he comes from the eight man world. I think a lot of it stems from that. So he feels like he has a, I think, I think he, he plays like he, someone who has a lot to prove. 
But that's not to say he's – I mean, he clearly enjoys the game a lot. And, you know, he was playing that, – that game, the Polynesian Bowl had 13 five-star players. And, again, I watched all the practices. Those teams had a lot of talent. I mean, it was really eye-opening to me being able to stand on the field and watch all that talent. Um, and it was and – and he, and he not only fit in, he was one of the better players. I mean, he's one of the better players out there. So, yeah, I mean, I just think he'll be one. I think they got – like, Brian Munson wrote it. Brian Munson wrote, a, like, a a game reaction piece because me and Sean had to leave in the fourth quarter to get a flight. I mean, there was no real plan B on the flight thing. We would have had to come back like – I'd just be getting back right now probably. So we had to get out of there. Um, but Munson wrote in his follow-up game piece that they have to – get something ready for Nelson. I mean, Brian Munson was that, was captured by it too. They got to get something ready in terms of plays, get it, get him involved. He won't be here in the spring. Um, but I, I agree with Brian. I think they got to get something ready for him. I think, I mean, he's got, he can, he's ready to roll. He can make plays. Um, and I, yeah, I think he might be their best guy. He's, he's definitely the best athlete of those guys. Um, and he, you know, he's six five, two twenty five. Just can stand in front of you and do a backflip, that kind of thing. You know, just freak. You know, just kind of a freak athlete, but a, a very good football player. Catches the ball very well. Um, very easy, easy. Um, what really struck me immediately was how fluid he is catching the ball and getting upfield. And 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 then the second thing that captured me was how intent he is on being a blocker. He really wants to prove himself that way so he's physical he's a physical kid he's got to get a little bit bigger in the upper body i would say and they've told him they want him to get up to 235 240 um so he was i just thought he's one of the better players on the field and there was a lot of great players out there simple thanks for bearing with us my friend uh if you i'm sure there'll be a lot of people around here who watch the grizzlies and the magic tonight so watch out for (laughs) for steve simple and uh and kids sitting courtside right yeah, it'll be yeah. Yeah, we're close. We got really good tickets. Um we yeah, we 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 this time we decide we're going to we're going to just pay the money and sit close. So yeah, we're not far away. I think we're 12 rows up. Nice. Very good. Enjoy it, my friend. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Happer. See you later. That's Steve Simple of huskeronline.com. There you go. Fire up the league pass tonight. Fire <laughs> Watch Magic Grizzlies. Can you please, if you do, please grab a screenshot. <laughs> Dude, I, I love the move, though. Like, we don't get chances to go to NBA games around here very often. No. I've, I, the last one I went to was two seasons ago, and I totally agree with them on, you know, we don't do this very often. Splurge for the good seats. Splurge for the good seats. Take the kids, go. Who wants to see the upstart Orlando Magic? I imagine there were plenty of good seats available after the – yeah, Injur- uh, injuries that have decimated the Grizzlies roster this season. Yeah, they're they're a little bit different than they yeah. were a couple weeks ago. Uh, Doc writes in. Hi, Doc. On What's the up, Doc? text line, how can Sipple make all these assessments by watching a couple All Star games? The kid has never played a true high high level football game in his life. Um, you know, I, it's hard. It's it's hard. Like you see what you see athletically. 
and you know what the Nebraska football players look like right now, and you try to make educated guesses on how that would how that would. For the record, I don't agree with him. I, I, I do not think that he would be Nebraska's best tight end right now. I think he's a super intriguing athlete. I think it might take some time. The, the part about him being super interested in blocking and getting that part of his game right is is intriguing to me because mm-hmm. I think that'd be technically that'd be technically the thing that you'd be most worried about right off mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something in there for him. Like maybe there's like you said, maybe they got to get something ready for him. Maybe there's something there that he can accomplish in the offense. But I just think that that curve is a little bit larger than maybe we're getting giving him credit for. At the same time, he truly is if we've learned one thing from the All-Star circuit that he's been on, um, he's playing you know played in two All-American games basically. He is a real life athlete. Yeah. <laughs> like if there was ever any doubt about his athletic ability because he was dunking on kids from Ainsworth, which <laughs> he still is by the way. I think I, I think I saw a tweet from him today that he scored his thousandth career point yes. last night. Yes. Uh, in basketball. If we if we had doubts about that, then you know, like that that definitely translates nationally. That compares. His kids pro- his age. His project and prospect all at the same time. Uh, let's see here. Tony writes in on the text line. Could you see Carter Nelson as a Gronk or Kelsey style tight and that splits out wide? Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be the the idea right off the bat. I don't know about mm-hmm. Gronk or Kelsey style. He's not as big as those guys. Those guys are giant, you know, like giant width, you know, not just height. Width. Yeah. Like they're, they're thick dudes. So like, he's not there yet. Um, Neither had a massive profile coming out of college, though. Well, you just don't you don't know how his body's going to develop. Like, mm-hmm. look at look at Fedoni. Um, you know, he was he he's obviously bigger than he was in high school, but his he's still really lanky. You know, mm-hmm. he's a different looking tight end than those guys are. If you would have asked me about Thomas Fedoni coming out of high school, I'd have been like, oh yeah, that's a dude. If he like if he if he gets real thick in the chest, you know, and stuff like that, then. He'll have a real chance to be one of those guys. He's just, you know, different. So they have – I think that was kind of the idea at that spot. You want a bunch of different bodies where you can, you know, put them in different roles and they can block in line and block up field and, and run routes and, you know, do a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. So, um, by the way, Cody, on the text line, you could tell Sip was agitated. He did not close with a thank you and God bless you, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I think when we got him back, he's like, all right, hey, you know, I'm going to get some uh, Memphis barbecue. I'm out of here. All right, Connor. But, but we do appreciate him uh, dropping by the show. We did get an email, by the way, oh. so, uh, from John on the Equitable Bank inbox. Hi, John. Tell Sip he needs to go to Corky's Barbecue on Poplar Ave. Okay. So if you're ever in Memphis, take, uh, take John's word for it. Love there. a tip. Tell him he needs to go to Corky's Barbecue on Poplar Ave. All right, um, let's take pineapple. a pineapple. <laughs> Apparently, the pineapples went over really well with this family, which is really good to hear. All right, uh, we still have a busy one o'clock hour coming up for you guys. We still got to pick the conference championship weekend games. Uh, we will talk to Julie Murray, who is the vice president at Methodist Hospital and American Cancer Society board board member. We will do that all coming up. In the one o'clock hour, Joey, we'll we'll push the uh, we'll push the fan duo for for a couple more segments here on the Connor Happer Show on sixteen twenty The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.